Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hello. Yeah, I'm sorry. There, yeah, sorry. There's technical problems from our side. Actually, seems to be not good enough. <laughs> okay, so I have a question. So I got my green card on January 11 this year, and then mm-hmm. so a comp- an agency sponsored my green card. So I I'm a registered nurse, and then during that time I did not work. I was just waiting, and then after I got my green card, and then after like. Uh, go through the job with me and I don't think that's the job I can do without like proper training and everything so I told them I want to breach the contract so the agency told me if I do that because I benefit by receiving a green card and now I'm committing fraud by deceiving uh, the U.S. Embassy and not honoring the term of my employment. No ma'am. There is nothing, um, there, the contracts are different and immigration is different. Immigration is only the promise of the employment and your promise to join. Just like the way people break the new year promises, you can break the promises. And it's okay. not going to harm. The USCIS is very clear in its memo, in two, uh, 245 um, uh, memo that they have issued that if you don't join, they cannot cancel your green card. It's okay. It's only your promise to join at that point of time. As far as any contracts are concerned, though, that means not immigration law outside. Yes. That's different. Let's say, for example, if the uh, contracts are concerned, that's a different law, not the immigration law. As far as the immigration law is concerned, if you do not join the sponsor, it cannot be canceled. Fraudulent is only before you got the green card, you never had any intention to join. You faked everything up done it's fraud but after you get the green card you change okay so do they have like do they have any chance they can reflect me when i come in and out of united states you're in united states right now is right Yes. No, ma'am. They cannot red flag you. They cannot red flag you because of what they cannot red flag you because of what you did right now. Okay, so there's nothing they can they can harm me by not in immigration. No, they can complain what they want to. Nobody will go to hear. But remember that. Remember that that you had the intention to join. Yes. But you later on change your mind. That's the story you told me and if you stick with that if that's the only story that you had an intention to join 
but you didn't join, you are in good shape. You don't have to worry. So I can show that I fill out all the paperwork and I try to get my like no, everything. All the paper, all the paperwork is irrelevant. What you speak, that is more important. Okay. So how do I show I had the intention to to do this? They will ask you. They will ask you. Okay. They will ask you. You answer. That's it. Okay. Documents are not needed for it. Okay. Okay. okay then. Thank you. Next person, please. Elias. Uh, Namaste Rahul Garu. Uh, this is Elias from Atlanta. Uh, thanks for hosting okay. the call. Thanks for your time. Sir, um, um, my brother is 17 years old. Um, he, he has a B1, B2 visa. He arrived in US on the 11th of this month. Right? Um, it may sound crazy, but we didn't realize that he had a five-year passport and uh, his passport is expiring on the 21st of this month. Now, he came into US, everything was fine, but at the port of entry, they gave him a limited stay until 0221. So now- 22. Um, uh, 22, yes, sir. This month, 21st, uh, the same day that his passport is expiring. Now, I went to the uh, Indian embassy here in Atlanta. I applied for his, um, I got all the approvals and applied for his Tatkal extension, for his passport extension in Tatkal, and hopefully should receive his passport by this Friday at least, which is the 18th. Now, what are my options to get his I-94 extended? You can file it online for an extension, or you can go mm -hmm. to Mexico and come back. Okay, sir. Um, about the second thing about Mexico, I'm on H-1B. My AOS application is pending. Um, uh, my priority date is uh, February 24, 2012. So uh, I don't have a valid stamping right now. It expired uh, in uh, April 2021. So if, can I go to Mexico along with him for a couple of days and come back for with automatic revalidation? And when is your I-94 expiring? My I-94, um, sir, uh, I have it, um, my I ninety four one second sir I have it here. Sir, my I ninety four is ex has expired on 04-13-2021. You mean on the new H uh, one B? Yes. That I received extension. Mm -hmm. It is April uh, 24, twenty fourth, twenty twenty four. And uh, and what about your AOS, A EAD, and AP? In KME Ralit, sir, uh, everything has was applied. Okay, uh, yeah, you can you can go and uh, go and get in the automatic revalidation. Okay, okay, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Okay. Amarnath. Hi, Rahul Garo. Yes, go ahead, Amarnath. Yeah, actually, my priority date is on uh, January 2019. So, is it preferable to change the jobs, like uh, going to the full time from the contracts, that kind of stuff? Also check if your new company is going to file for your green card or not. Okay. And the best way to check it is watch the thing called myvisajobs.com. Enroll okay. in. You can see how many green cards this company is applying. All the history will be there. So typically though, technology companies, that means that if they are doing a products like Microsoft and Salesforce and all these companies, they're very good in getting the immigration though. But if you join some company like Fidelity and all those things, they're not into technology though. They're not that good in sponsoring the green cards as compared to that of the technology companies like Salesforce and other companies. So just be watchful on that, okay? Okay, thank you. 
Um, and as long as they're willing to sponsor the green card, yeah, January 2019, if I were you, I would move to a full-time job. Perfect, perfect. Thank you, sir. You can sir, it's a high demand. You can, you can demand what you want right now. And this is a time to demand. And this is a time to move because this is a time to get the increment too. Jagdish, go ahead. Uh, hi, Rahul Garu. Uh, Rahul Garu, like my I-140 approved with my current company and I'm planning to switch to another company. So my current company, they're not sharing I-140 approval notice. So okay. I require, so I require I-140 approval notice, right? To transfer visa to another company. Yes, you're right. Um, so is when that, was I-140 approved? It approved last year in September, September 21. You can get the I-140 details and everything what you needed at this website. It takes 15 minutes to, for you to fill it out. It's online. It's free. It will take about three weeks for you to get the details. Okay. It's FOIA, <coughs> Freedom of Information Act, that one. Mm -hmm. So, but I heard like they're sharing I-140 petition document, not the approval that has, notice. You don't need anything else other than that. It will have okay. a file number and you can go and print out your I-140 in there. You can go to USCIS website. Once you have the SRC number or LIN number, okay. you go, you print okay. out with this and that. The one that I'm sending will be much better than the I-140 approval. For you. So okay. if I'm a lawyer, okay. if I see this one, oh, this guy did a good job. Okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you very much, Rahul Garu. Next person, please. Ajit. Ajit. You have to unmute yourself. Good. Can you hear me? Yes, I yes. can. So, so I'm a graduate student. Mm -hmm. I applied for adjustment of status. Uh, Feb seventh. I didn't on what my... basis? One basis. Family basis. Okay, February seventh, two thousand twenty-one or twenty-two. Twenty-two. Keep going, ma'am. So I didn't uh, register for my semester this year. This uh, semester. So I didn't receive my I seven ninety-seven. So my college mailed me saying my service will be terminated on this February 16th. So what does that you suggest? On what basis did you file the family basis? What category? My spouse category. So you're married to a green card holder or a US citizen? US citizen. Absolutely not a problem, ma'am. You will not have any problem if they so terminate you from the civil system. Okay. So should I mail this to my school or should I just like... What mail? What? Like they've uh, uh, said that my service would be terminated, right? So let them terminate. Okay. Let them terminate. Once you file the adjustment of status, you are in adjustment of status. It is a status. You don't have a receipt notice because you filed on February 7th, but you should be getting a receipt notice in a week or 10 days. Once you get the receipt notice, you can send it to them. Look, I filed a 485. I don't care about your service. You can send it. If you don't send it right now, are you violating your status? No. Do you need to do anything to do anything? No, you already filed the 485. I'm assuming that you already filed the EAD in advance for too. Yes. You're in good shape. You don't have to worry anything then. Okay. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Aj. 
AJ, you need to unmute yourself. Hello? Yes, go ahead, AJ. Yeah, can you hear me, uh, Rahul? Uh, yes, so, I can. Perfect. So Rahul, quick question. My priority date is 24th of uh, February, 2013. And uh, uh, it was a EB3, EB2 to EB3 downgrade back in 2020. So the question is, my application was filed on November the 1st. But the USCI has generated a receipt saying they received the application on 31st of December. That's almost two months, uh, I mean, out or delayed. Is that something that could be fixed, number one? First of all, the receipt date and notice date will be different, though. Mm -hmm. Did you, which date are we speaking about? There are two dates there. Received date, not the notice date, because notice date came way after. That's in March. Uh, I don't know how to fix it though, um, because you're still current by December 31st and I don't know how to fix it. I have had a couple of situations where it is only one situation, I would say. Okay. Um, the one thing that you can do is that file a freedom of information. Remember I was telling the other guy, hmm. freedom of information, file a freedom of information. Okay. I mean, again, it's not, it's not really end of the world because, uh, because we, I know, we are past I know. dates, right? So it's, it's know, okay, I but know. I just wanted to see if that could be addressed. Yeah. I, I, I just want to find out why they actually gave a receipt notice of it. Okay. File of freedom of information okay. and it's, 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 since it's free, it's online, do it right. and see why they issued it. Okay. Could it be that it got reversed and they send it back? Got you it. can see at the bottom of the I-485, uh -huh. when it's been scanned there, they will have a notice there. Okay. But there is nothing, you know, nothing. I would not try to bang my head on it right now. Okay, Th that's fine. I mean, the other question I have is, I mean, my downgrade I-140 was approved in August of 2021. So that's all taken care of. But I still haven't received any EAD or AP uh, for my applications back in 2020. The thing, uh, the, the, the important question here is, I mean, you know, I'm planning on traveling to India and I don't have a valid H-1B stamp, but I did schedule a Dropbox appointment for April 7th. So if I travel now, what are the implications? What do you suggest? I mean, can I go to US, uh, can I make an InfoPass appointment and get an emergency advance parole to make this travel? Or if I travel, will I be abandoning my I-131? <coughs> You'll be abandoning the I-131 for sure. And okay. if they give an emergency advance parole, though, that will be only for two to three months. Don't make any false reasons to get an emergency advance parole if you want to. Okay. If it's a genuine reason, do it. Otherwise, don't. Okay. Can you suggest me if you were me, what would you do? Should, do I would you wait go? until advance parole before I go. Okay. I waited 10 years in this country and I still go to Rahul Reddy's conference call. That's not good. <laughs> I don't want to continue going to that guy again. <laughs> no, thanks. Thanks, Rahul. Thanks for your help. Appreciate it. Next Bye. person, please. Suren. Hi Rahul, I did receive my green card. Um, uh, it was adjudicated on February 2nd of this year. Um, Congrats. And I down Thank you. Um, the question is, I downgraded and uh, it was an amended file from two to three. We did receive EAD in that. Then we had an interview with the field officer in the month of January. Um, and they just wanted to, that time they said your files were not, you were not able to digitize your file. Um, and uh, we took attorney along with just to make sure that, you know, they're not issuing the uh, visa because in EB3 that time, my category, my priority date was not current. But in What's EB2, your priority date? Uh, December of 2012, uh, 17th December. Um, okay. But in February of this month, they were supposed to be current in EB2 category. 
So field officer that I mentioned that, yes, I would uh, run it by the NBC and some of the supervisors and see if I could use your old EB2. Absolutely. And so the, the, and that's what they did. They issued the visa in uh, E26 um, class, the, the green card in the E26, E27 for both of us. Okay. The question I have is in the January first week before all of this interview and notices came, we also upgraded or applied, not upgraded, applied a new I-140 in EB2 category. Why? Um, so that time we were not sure uh, that whether we will be getting this interview or so. Um, and the green no, card. I didn't understand. So you mean to say you interfiled or you filed an I-140 under EB2? I'm confused. A new I-140. Why would you file a new I-140? You already had a previous I-140. Right. So it was an amended file, not as a, a new uh, downgrade we did. So I was like, okay, I can have... Oh, okay, I got you. I got your point. Okay, that's fine. Now you can ignore all the things. Okay, got it. So that was a question like, what happens to this? Or, you know, do we need to withdraw, do withdraw, withdraw it. Okay. So withdraw that uh, I-140, I which is which okay. is received by them so far. So Yeah, withdraw it. We don't okay. need anything now for you. You got right, it. Sure. Thank you, sir. Next Appreciate question. your help. Deep. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on. Let our team know, guys. Deep, Hi, Rahul. Hi, Rahul. Yes. So uh, I'm on H-1B visa right now, and I'm planning to travel to India. So last time when I travel, I was an H-4B and my visa stamping is already expired in 2020. So when I go now, do I have to go for stamping again as I'm on H-1B now? Yeah, you're coming back on H-1B from India, is right? Yes. You have to go for stamping. You can't come back on H-4. Okay. And my next question is, uh, um, my son is going to accompany me. And he is a dependent of my husband. So do we have to get his visa stamp? Do we both have our visa stamp? I mean, when, uh, is, this, yeah. when is this H4 visa expiring? Your son's H4 visa? He, it will expire in 2024. You're saying that your son. No, has no, a not passport. visa. His, his H4B will expire in 2024. When is so, his H4 visa going to expire? Unexpired. He doesn't have H4 visa yet. We are planning to travel to India now. How did he come into the United States? Last visa was expired in 2020. Thank you. So I was asking, when is his H4? So H4 was expired in 2020. Yeah, he needs to get the H4 stamping. Now. So yeah. He can, so get it, he can get it through you or he can get it through his dad. It doesn't matter. So we don't have, uh, means both of us don't have to be our uh, uh, stamping, right? Me and my husband, I mean. No. To get your his son visa can go, No, he can, your son can go for H4 stamping, showing, your dad, showing his dad's H1B approval. You don't okay. need to be there. You don't need to go for H4 stamping along with him. No. Okay. Uh, <coughs> thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Abhilasha. Hi, um, so I have a, a point. So I have my H-1B that is approved, uh, but I need to go back to India and get uh, a stamping. I already have an appointment for uh, March sometime. Um, I'm just wondering, like, I'm trying to switch that uh, appointment to October. I'm wondering if I put that to October and I change 
my jobs between now and October, which means I have a different 797. Uh, does that appointment still hold? Like, can uh, no, I, I, would, I, would, I would recommend if you do that, cancel the appointment, make a new appointment. The reason is that you don't want any excuses by the counselor to delay the visa or deny the visa or give a 221G if they get confused. So if you change the job from March to October to a different company, I want you to cancel the appointment, make a new appointment. And like put a new DS-160, a new appointment. And That's right. That's right. Perfect. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Jatin. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for holding these calls. I had uh, talked to you about my case back in 2018. I was on H1. I utilized it from 20, 2008 to 2018. Didn't get uh, 140 or anything else uh, PR process initiated. And then I was planning to do my master's, so I got a new F1. Went back to India and got a new F1. I've, uh, since then, after graduating, I've been working on my step <laughs> MOPT. And now, in order to get back to an H1 or a PR process, uh, status, my, I'm I had discussed with my employer. I've joined a university now. I left my pre previous company in March of 2021. And I joined a uh, university in December of 2021. How long did you stay outside the country before you came back and have one visa? Uh, so it was just 20 days. Uh, within 20 days, I was back. And then during my F1 status, I was like around one and a half months outside for travel. And then nine months no. last year because okay. of COVID. Okay, nine months, but not one year, okay? So total in total, if we have not shaved travel and no. uh, is counted, then no one year straight outside the country. You should be okay. So I cannot get a new F H one, and uh, is there a option to initiate a one forty and then uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you should initiate the labor and I one forty. Okay, because uh, the university is saying they can file a new H one with the out of cap, but that for that I have to be um, I have to qualify for the one year outside the country criteria. Yes, you still. You still, even if you go outside the lottery, also you still, the six year you have completed, you're still not eligible for H1B. Okay. What if I do it under, e, like, uh, they're suggesting I could go for EB2 NIW and I don't need labor certification, but I could do EB2 and... You, you can try it. You get the I-140 approval. You can, you can, you can get back to H1B. Okay. So I initiate 140 and then... Uh, um, try to recover my old, old H1. Is that how we get to do account? Not initiate though. You must have the I-140 approval or it must be pending for one year. Right. So I uh, initiate the 140. Now, once it gets approved, because my same OPT is valid until June 23. Yeah. Uh, if once I-140 gets approved though, you will be definitely eligible for H1B. Okay. Without subject to lottery. And then uh, this one quick question is, if I plan to travel during this time until next year, while the process uh, is in progress, is there any, are there any considerations or do I need to worry about them? I wouldn't recommend traveling while I-140 is pending on F1 visa. Okay. The reason is that your intention has changed right now. So when you're coming back, they may create a problem for you if you come back on F1 visa. Okay. So uh, if I have to get a new H1, I should now the, uh, do I need to stay one year in like contiguous or uh, is it like uh, counted if I stay for a different period of time? No, it has to be contiguous one year period though, okay. not three months, two months or so. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <coughs> Next person, please. Venkat. Jitin, you need to plan for long term, Jitin. You're just taking one year at a time. That's the reason it why you are in this conference call after... 14 years. Next person, please. 
Hi Rahul, uh, thanks for taking the call. My wife is uh, going to India. Uh, her H4EAD is expiring on September 20 uh, this year. So uh, is there any possibility to uh, file the H4EAD and uh, go to India? Uh, it will be approved till... You said, you said the H4EAD is expiring in September 2024. You're speaking But, about H4 and H4EAD both, is right? Yeah, H4 EAD is expiring uh, this year, September. Sir, both H4 and H4 EAD are expiring in September 24 or only yeah. EAD is expiring in September 24? Uh, both are expiring in September 22. When is your H1B expiring? My H1B just got approved to 2025. It was also expiring in September, but I done uh, employer change and it is now expiring in 2025. So, so H4 is H4 is expiring in September 2022 is right yeah so employer file so when you file for the change of employer you didn't file for your wife's H4 and EAD yeah the only H4 is filed <coughs> they, they told that they cannot file before 6 months of H4 EAD experiment. now they can file it so i would recommend it to file the EAD right now okay she is traveling in april so No, that's fine. You can still file the EAD extension right now. Okay, and it won't create any problems uh, while no. uh, RFEs or anything. No, it won't. Okay, I heard like uh, once they travel outside, that I nine four they'll get to know they traveled outside. That's so. fine. That's fine. That's that's for different purposes though. It won't affect the EAD though. Okay, so I'll file EAD extension. Thank you. Right now, yes. If Thank you need you. our help, drop an email to info at rnlawgroup dot com. Okay, yeah, sure. we'll charge Thanks. money for that if you need to. I yeah, I don't sure. understand why they didn't file the H four EAD. They should. Next yeah. person, please. Thank you, Santoshra. Uh, hi, uh, I I have the similar question like the previous person. Uh, my wife I applied for the EAD on November two thousand twenty one, and uh, her I ninety four is valid until two thousand twenty three October. So now she is planning to travel to India. Her EAD is in progress. So my question is, uh, will it affect the EAD approval if she travels to India, and will the What, EAD get no. approved if she's so in India? So when is the H four expiring? Two thousand twenty three October. And EAD expiring when? Uh, she her EAD already expired. Uh, so she just no, come back. She can she can travel absolutely no problem. EAD will be adjudicated. Uh, uh, even though she is in India, the EAD will get approved, right? That's right. ஒர்க்கிங்ஸ்ரிஸ்டம்பர் now i'm filing for an amendment uh, because i changed my um, end client location now mm-hmm. while filing for an amendment do you recommend that i should file for an extension as well absolutely or... why not 
you will get it until 2025 yeah exactly that's what i was thinking is there any uh, anything i should be watching out for uh, i'm not changing employer same employer uh, is there no. any consequence or anything no do do it premium processing yeah exactly I'm doing that thank you <coughs> next person please hello can you hear me now lot of disturbance is coming ma'am even now yeah. is i move this in room bharat um hi rahul uh, this is bharat reddy uh, thanks for your time today i have a couple of questions regarding my wife's uh, h4 ead so mm -hmm. the first ead uh, we applied was on april 15th 2022 after she moved to the us from india so that h4 ead case is still uh, in processing with the uscis however i received a notice <coughs> sorry sorry when did you file april 2021 yes april 15th 2021 was the first time we filed for h4 ead mm -hmm. however December, uh, on December 16th, 2021, I received an RFE uh, from USCIS asking for her most recent photographs, which uh, I could not reply because the notice they sent uh, to me uh, was never delivered to my mail. I received an e-copy on January 31st. So I replied um, to USCIS on the same day uh, with her newer photographs. and now uh, my current h1b is ending on february 28th of this year and my employer has already filed for my uh, h1b extension my wife's h4 and my wife's h4 ead all concurrently uh, and my h1b was filed in uh, using the premium processing i received the uh, receipt notices uh, from a uscs uh, service center on february 7th so my question was uh when i when my employer refile for my wife's h4 ead uh he, he did use as initial employment because we never received an h4 ead card or a social security number or anything associated with it my question is now um i i did hear that um uh, uh, cuz you know the previous uh, uh h4 ead application uh, is still in processing which is more than 10 months from now and is it is there a possibility that we could do anything uh, from our end to make that uh, case expedited and approved before my current h1b ends february 28 yes of this year even if you even if you do expedite how many 13 days ead you want to get it for your wife uh but if you if we could uh, get that approved i think we could uh, i would be eligible for automatic 6 180 days extension no for automatic extension h4 also need to be approved okay h4 is not approved it's still pending though uh, the new h4 yes yes so if she gets a new h4 she will get mm -hmm. an ead at the same time i don't see a reason for you to expedite the previous h4 though h4 ead Yeah, it yeah it's been more than uh, 10 months so that's what i know but what benefit is going to do by the time you expire you get it will be february 28 okay you, she won't get an automatic extension automatic extension is only possible when the i94 is extended okay since <laughs> the i94 is not extended though she will not be able to work beyond february 28 2022 
Okay, so it by in by any chance, if she gets it, like you know, in a few days, uh, her uh, previous H uh, four ready, and she's willing to travel to India and come back on a new H four when it gets approved, uh, that does will that work? Yeah, that work. The best thing that I would do is that do that. Yeah, you can try that. You can try that. Okay, but I don't know how to expedite the H four readies. Believe me. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I uh, my company hires Fragman, and they're like you know they don't even do anything. So um, we quick... don't do anything. We don't do anything either. Yeah. Uh, one quick question. Um, so what is the possibility of uh, my uh, current H one B, H four, and H four EAD all getting approved at the same time since they were filed concurrently? One in a hundred. Thank okay. you, guys. The next Thank conference you. call will be tomorrow at three four uh, thirty p.m. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.